I am looking for five unfulfilled healthcare professionals who want to create a clear roadmap to fulfillment in the next 30 days. If that's you, I would love to connect. Head to the link in the show notes to apply for a career clarity call, and I'll share all of the details with you. Welcome to the Life After Medicine podcast, where we help you create a fulfilling and non-traditional career as a healthcare worker. I'm your host, Chelsea Turchin. In 2019, I left the hustle and grind of my OBGYN residency and set out to create a fulfilling career on my own terms. Now I'm a best-selling author, career and burnout coach, and world traveler. Through this podcast, I'll show you how to enjoy your work, make an impact, and support yourself financially without all the stress and burnout you are currently experiencing. Let's get to the show. If you are thinking about leaving the medical field or making some sort of career change, it can be really daunting and overwhelming, and maybe you have no idea where to start. If that's you, I've created a totally free mini course that will help you figure out what's next. When you download my free five days to career clarity mini course, you'll get access to my simple five-step process to help you figure out what you want in your career so you can have clarity on your next steps. Head to coachchelsmd.com slash clarity, or you can use the link in the show notes to download my free mini course. This is going to help you stop feeling overwhelmed and finally know where to get started when it comes to your career transition. I can't wait for you to download this and have career clarity. Welcome to Life After Medicine, the very first episode. What's crazy is I've never been as much of a perfectionist as I have been for creating this podcast. I thought I had beat my perfectionism in some way, but I guess that's the joke is on me because, man, this podcast has really been a way for me to grow to a whole new level. I recorded this first episode at least five different times and I still don't feel like it's good enough. And that's wild to me because I haven't experienced perfectionism like this in any other area of my business. I didn't experience it when I was launching my blog or when I was writing my book or anything, but for some reason it's coming up for this podcast, which means this is exactly the place where I need to be and this is exactly the growth I need to be doing. One of my friends, as I shared with her my struggles with perfectionism, one of my friends shared a quote with me which I found so helpful and I want to just share this with you guys as well. She shared, if you aren't embarrassed by the first version of your product, you've launched too late. The quote is from Reid Hoffman and he's actually the founder of LinkedIn. And so after she shared that quote with me, I finally stopped re-recording and just decided to let this episode be good enough, even though the audio quality isn't great because my microphone is still not in. It's getting shipped into Brazil, um, but that's still not in yet, so I'm just recording talking into my computer, so it's not perfect, and it's good enough, and I know that I also have room to grow and improve, and so I'm really excited to have you guys with me on this journey, but I do want to share a couple things with you before we go into the show. So the first is... I've created a Facebook group as a way to connect with all of you. I don't want this to be a one-way dialogue where I am just talking at you into a microphone. I want this to really be a conversation where I hear from you as well. And so in order to foster that, I created the Facebook group. If you want to be part of the conversation, if you want to connect with other healthcare workers who might be like-minded to you, 
then please come over to Facebook and join my Life After Medicine community. The link for the Facebook group will be in the show notes. You can also search on Facebook for Life After Medicine and you should find the Facebook community. And then finally, today on the show, I'm talking about my personal journey of why I quit medicine, but it is not nearly the full story. So if you want to read the full story as to why I left my medical career to travel the world, I did write a book all about it. So you can head over to my website and grab the book Residency Dropout. And this book actually made it to the bestsellers list on Amazon when I first released it. And I've heard some really excellent feedback from it. And so that is a resource for you if you want to hear about my whole journey. You can purchase this book from my website and I'll put the link to that in the show description as well. Or you can head over to my website, coachchelsmd.com slash book. Now let's get to the show. Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Life After Medicine podcast. Thank you so much for pressing play today. And since this is the very first episode, I want to take a few moments to share with you about my mission and my vision before we get started with the actual show. The reason I started this podcast is because I want to share stories of real people to inspire you. And what I mean by that is when I was first starting out on my journey, when I was first thinking about leaving the medical field, what really helped me was listening to stories of other people and hearing about other people who had gone through similar feelings that I was going through and people who had quit their jobs and started traveling the world and people who were doing the kind of things that I only dreamed of doing. When I heard these stories of other people who were doing these things, it started to let me dare to dream and dare to believe that I could actually do those too. Like maybe if someone else could start their own business from their laptop and travel the world, maybe I could do that too. And it was by hearing these stories that I was able to really see what was possible for me. And so I want to give you guys that same gift. I want to interview people who are leaving their traditional medical career paths and they're forging their own path to fulfillment in the hopes that hearing other people's stories will inspire you and show you what's really possible for you. I also want to release the stigma of leaving the medical field. Right now, I think there's so much guilt and shame for quitting anything, for quitting any career path, but especially in healthcare, I think there's a lot of stigma because it's such a noble profession. It's a profession that's based on service and helping people. And the idea is if you leave, you're really selfish and there's something wrong with you because you're supposed to be helping people. And if you quit, if you leave, who, how are you supposed to be helping people? So I want to release that stigma because it doesn't have to be a bad thing to leave the medical field. It doesn't have to be something where you feel guilt or shame to pivot out of medicine. It can just mean you're choosing a new path because medicine isn't the only way to help people. That's another huge thing. Medicine can help people, yes, but it's not the only way. It's also not the only way to get paid for helping people. So I want to release the stigma, release the guilt and shame, and just let us talk about it more. It doesn't have to be this big failure or this stain on your resume that, yeah, well, I was in clinical medicine, but then I decided to leave. That doesn't have to be a bad thing. That can be amazing that you're choosing something new and different and you're listening to yourself and you're growing and evolving as a person. None of that has to be bad. 
And now I want to get into the main topic of the show today, which is why the heck did I leave medicine? This is one of the most common questions that I get asked by people when I meet them in the online space is, uh, can I ask you something? Like, why, why did you leave the medical field? Why did you quit residency? And people think it's such a personal question, but I am so happy to talk about it openly. And I want to give you the story, but know that this is not the full story because there's so many details, so many nuances, and I'm sure I'll be sharing many parts of this as I continue my podcast journey with you guys. But this is just kind of the version of the story that's going to come out of me today, that's going to come through me today. I'm going to try to make it as concise and to the point as I possibly can for the purposes of this very first episode. One of the things I want to share right off the bat is I didn't leave because it was hard. Now, it was hard. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Being a doctor and going through residency was so hard, of course. But it's not just that it was hard. It was the wrong kind of hard. And I think it's really cool to make a distinction between the right kind of hard and the wrong kind of hard. And Mark Manson talks about this. He talks about that you need to kind of choose your suck. And he shares that everything sucks some of the time. You just have to choose the suck that you're willing to tolerate, the suck that is worth it for you. And it's worth it because it's in the service of something you really believe in. It's bringing you closer to who you want to be in the world, or it's energizing you in a way that feels really good. And so to me, that's how I kind of distinguish right kind of hard versus wrong kind of hard. The right kind of hard is energizing to me. Yes, it's challenging, but it's a challenge that I'm excited to tackle. It's something where kind of take a deep breath and I'm like yes let's do this and I know it's going to be hard work and I'm ready for it so there's like a level of excitement and energy that come with the right kind of hard it's also the right kind of hard when it's bringing me closer to who I want to be so for example learning how to deal with things like fear of failure and fear of rejection those have all been parts of building an online business And that's been hard, right? We have a fear of rejection that's so innate in us um, because of our evolutionary biology that being rejected could have meant death. Because if you're rejected from the tribe, your chances of survival go down drastically. So this fear of rejection is really programmed deeply into us in kind of a survival fashion. It really, it it feels as scary as death when you think about rejection. And learning how to move through those feelings and put myself in situations where I'm going to be rejected and I know it's coming and I just face it anyways, that has been so hard. And it's been huge growth. So it's been a hard that has helped me become more of the person I want to be. And I want to be someone who is brave, someone who doesn't let fear hold them back. That is all in line with the kind of person I want to be. And so if there's a challenge that's bringing me closer to who I want to be, then that's the right kind of hard for me. The final thing for me when I think of the right kind of hard is it's bringing me closer to a bigger vision, something that I really believe in, or it's in service of an underlying mission. So I fully believe in the mission of my online business and of the people I'm trying to help and the way that I'm trying to make changes in the world. And because I believe in that why and that mission and that vision so deeply, I'm willing to go through basically any challenges in order to make it happen. Whereas previously when I was working in medicine, that all felt like the wrong kind of hard. One, because it was really draining. It just felt 
so exhausting. It was a hard that kind of demanded I put on a mask, that I act in ways that I didn't fully feel were authentic for me. It it was a hard that made me really busy all the time and I didn't feel like I was in control of my time and because I didn't have much time of my own, then I felt like I wasn't showing up as the friend or the daughter or the sister that I wanted to be. I was just very caught up in my own little world, caught up in the world of medicine. And that to me was the wrong kind of hard because it was bringing me further away from the person that I really wanted to be. And it was draining me and I didn't feel emotionally connected to the way I was helping and serving people as a doctor. So ultimately, the reason I left my medical career is basically for two reasons. One is I realized I didn't want to be a doctor anymore, that being a physician was not the way I wanted to serve the world. And two is I decided to just follow my intuition and take a leap of faith. I was feeling this pull towards something different, towards something more, towards something more expansive. I was feeling this pull in my heart and in my body and I just decided to listen to it and I want to get into both of these reasons a little bit more so let's start with the first one which is I realized I didn't actually want to be a doctor that like that wasn't the way I wanted to serve the world this is going to take going back to kind of why I went into medicine in the first place so I was one of those classic overachievers Um, we all have wounding from our childhood which is something I've learned about since leaving the medical field and we all learn to cope with the with this pain with these little traumas from our childhood in different ways and one of the ways I learned to cope was by achieving pretty early on in my childhood I must have equated that academic achievements were a way for me to get praise, were a way for me to get external validation. And so then I kind of equated achievement with love. So like if I achieve, then I can get love. If I achieve, then I can feel like I belong. If I achieve, I can feel good about myself. Um, And I really created this association between achievement and my worth, achievement and my validation as a human being. And I had this so deeply intertwined that it felt like academic achievements were kind of the way I knew how to operate in the world. And so I kept doing them. I kept doing the things I was really good at. I got, I was a pre-med and undergrad, got a 4.0 GPA, um, got into medical school. And every time I shared with somebody that I was going to med school and I was going to be a doctor, I got met with so many like oohs and ahs and wow, you must be really smart. And all of this external validation that continued to drive this achiever in me, this overachiever in me. For the longest time, I cared more about how my life looked on the outside than how it actually felt on the inside. And it's because I thought if I could get it to just look a certain way, if I could just achieve more and get my life to look good enough on the outside, then I would finally feel good enough on the inside. But it doesn't work like that. And I found that out the hard way. So I finally got to this place where I had achieved everything I thought I wanted. I matched into my top choice residency program. It was like the number three hospital in the country. Um, I started my OBGYN residency and it just all started to feel so empty. And it felt like, dang, is this really it? Is this what I had been holding my breath for for so long. It started to unravel for me at that point that maybe 
all of this achievement and all of this hustling and all of this striving to prove myself and to to reach this external measure of success, maybe that wasn't actually the answer and maybe that wasn't actually going to change the way I felt on the inside. Maybe it was something else. Maybe there was something else I needed to look at. Like maybe I couldn't just fill myself up with achievements. Maybe I had to find a different way to move through the world. While I was in that place, and this is during residency, I also looked around at my attendings and I realized I didn't want to be like them. I wasn't really inspired by the work that they were doing. I I didn't really get excited about any of the any of the readings I was supposed to do for medicine. I just realized I don't really like research or science or any of that. None of that was exciting to me whereas I had started to uncover this area of spirituality and psychology that was so exciting to me. I was starting to get really deeply into personal growth and meditation and like learning about personal happiness and worthiness and all of these topics that were so fascinating to me. And I just never felt that way about medicine or the science or any of that. I realized I wasn't really inspired by the people I was working with. I wasn't inspired by the career path that I had kind of put myself on. And I started to see that there was other things I did like and I did enjoy. And I wished I could spend all my time doing those things. All of that, coupled with the really long work hours in residency, started to create this environment of burnout where I was spending all my time and energy doing things I didn't really want to do while there was all of these things I wished I could spend more time doing. I wanted to start trying photography. I wanted to start a blog. I wanted to write more. There was all of these things that were calling to me that I wanted to do and I didn't have time or energy to do them because I was spending all of my time learning how to be a doctor, which is important work and it's important to spend a lot of time learning to become a doctor, but it wasn't the work I wanted to do. And so I started to get really burnt out. I started to feel a lot of resentment, bitterness. I was very emotionally volatile. I would cry about just about anything. And for the most part, I just felt like this shell of a person. I felt like I was really empty on the inside, that I was just kind of a zombie going through this autopilot. I just didn't feel happy and I didn't feel like I was really being myself. And I remember at some points in residency, people would ask me, what do you want to, what do you want to do? And what they meant is like, what do you want to do when you graduate residency? Do you want to be a general OBGYN? Do you want to go on to a fellowship? What's kind of your career trajectory? <laughs> That's what they meant. And I would respond and I would say, I want to be a travel blogger. And I was joking, <laughs> kind of, but there's this saying that there's a little truth behind every just kidding. And I do think there was a little truth behind me saying that, that some part of me just wanted out. I wanted to get out. And finally, I got into this place of pretty severe burnout where it was really hard for me to drag myself out of bed in the morning. I was so exhausted. The only thing I wanted to do while I was at work was sneak away to take a nap. And I was just having a really hard time. I was behind on all my clinic notes. I would have attendings call me wondering why haven't you done those discharge summaries like I was just struggling to keep up struggling to just do the bare minimum and so I ended up taking a five-week leave of absence from residency and during that time I'm so proud of the way I approached that time even looking back now it's like I knew what I needed to do during that time so I didn't spend a lot of time googling I didn't spend a lot of time I didn't really talk to anyone about my decision or what to do 
I just turned inward. So I did a lot of meditation. I had a lot of quiet time. I was outside in nature as much as I could. I prayed. I journaled. And I really just tried to listen to that wiser part of me, the part of me that really knows what to do. And I call that part of me my intuition. So I really tried to create space and silence where I could listen to my intuition. And during that time, I also went on a solo camper van road trip of Utah, which was so beautiful and such a wonderful trip to take, especially during that time, because it gave me such great perspective. And I remember at some point on that trip, just being outside in nature and feeling that sense of expansion and feeling that sense of openness and possibility and just feeling lightness in my body with being outside. And then when I thought about going back to the hospital, when I thought about, you know, just returning back to residency and going back to the way things were, I started to feel really constricted. It started to feel like walls were closing in around me. It started to feel just like a tightness, a heaviness in my chest, just in my body. It was like my body didn't want to go back. But then when I thought about leaving, when I thought about turning in my resignation letter and just going off on this crazy journey around the world, it felt so exciting and so expansive. And yeah, there was a lot of fears, but the overall feeling was just like this breath of fresh air. Like I could finally breathe again if I if I left. That's Mm, that's how it felt. And so during that trip, I really started to entertain the idea that I don't think I want to go back to residency. I don't think I want to continue on with medicine. And before that time, it had never seemed like a reality. So I had already recognized and knew that I didn't actually want to be a doctor, but it didn't feel like I could actually leave. I felt like I was stuck. I felt like, well, I have to continue being a doctor because I have to pay back my loans. I don't know what else I would do. I just had all of these fears and beliefs holding me back. But it was during this five-week leave of absence, I started to get more clear on the kind of life I actually wanted for myself, the kind of life that would feel really good. And I, I just started to want that so much that I was willing to do whatever it took to make it happen. And so on the plane ride home from Utah, I had a lot of fears come up. I I did a whole journaling session and I asked myself, what are all the stories I'm telling myself about why I can't leave residency? And so many things came up. It was, what if I leave the hospital and I can never find a way to make money and then I'm in debt for the rest of my life and I'm poor and I regret my decision? And what if I leave the hospital and I start traveling the world, but I'm really homesick and I don't actually like traveling. And like, what if traveling doesn't actually make me happy or I can't actually find a new job to make me happy? So then it's just there's something wrong with me. What if it's me and it's not that like, what if I just keep chasing this next thing and thinking that the grass is always greener when really there's no job that could make me happy? It's just This is just how life is. So I had all of these fears and they were pouring out onto this piece of paper in my journal. And then finally, after I was able to shine a light on all of these fears, I got to this point where something else came out. The next thing I wrote was, but what if I never go? What if I spend the rest of my life in a freezing cold OR? They are so cold. If you've ever been in an OR, by the way, they are freezing. What if I spend the rest of my life in a freezing OR or 
in the fluorescent lights of a clinic room and I never see the world. And that, to me, felt so much scarier than any of the other potential catastrophes that I was trying to predict in my previous journaling exercise. So that fear of regret, the fear of never actually seeing the world, never actually living the life I truly wanted, that to me was scarier than all the other fears combined. And that's when I really knew, like, I can't go back because going back actually started to feel scarier to me than moving forward and going on and actually taking this chance and betting on myself. And so I made the decision. I turned in my letter of resignation and I had no guarantees that things were going to work out. None of us ever do. We never really have guarantees in life, let's be honest. Um, But I didn't know how it was going to work out. I didn't really have any role models. I wasn't even trying to follow a role model of someone who had left their medical career and started an online business. I wasn't even looking for that. I was just following my own path. I was just listening to my intuition. And I was just going in the direction that felt expansive, that felt light. And so some of the things I want you to take away from my story is one, I was willing to listen to my unhappiness. It's hard to do when you are feeling unhappy, when you are feeling stuck or trapped or just feeling in a place of misery. It's hard to listen to that. It's hard to acknowledge, especially in a career like in the medical field where you've spent so much time training and you've invested so much time and energy into getting to this point, it's really hard to look at yourself and say, I don't think I want to do this anymore. But I was willing to do that. I was willing to listen to my unhappiness. I was willing to make a change. And now fast forward to two and a half years later, where I am recording this podcast episode from an apartment in Florinopolis, Brazil sitting on a stack of blankets in my closet. I'm running an online business and I'm traveling the world, going on weekend adventures, and I'm literally living the exact life that I used to dream about back then. So I have created time freedom for myself to wake up. I can start my day however I want. I can have slow mornings. I don't have to rush off to the hospital or rush off to anywhere. I just get to dilly-dally around, make my coffee, and just chill in the morning, which I freaking love. I've also created location freedom for myself where I can work from anywhere. I'm planning to go to Colombia in September, Mexico in October for my 30th birthday, and I get to decide on a month-to-month basis, on a day-to-day basis, where do I want to go? Where do I want to work from today? I've created that location freedom for myself, and I'm working towards financial freedom as well as I'm growing my business. What's even cooler than all the external ways that I've been able to create the life I dreamed about is really the way that my life feels now on the inside. So I have all these moments where I'm struck with this overwhelming sense of gratitude to the point where it actually brings tears to my eyes. I've had so many moments like this watching the sunset over the Christ the Redeemer statue a few weeks ago watching these blue morpho butterflies in Costa Rica, watching these hummingbirds fly over the hot springs that was also in Costa Rica, just having these moments where I'm so present and so overwhelmed with gratitude for exactly where I am and exactly the life I've created and the fact that I get to 
live this way. I get to feel like this. And it it feels too good to be true in so many ways. And then I get to remind myself, no, this is true. Life does get to feel good. You do get to feel really grateful and really, it's just like my heart feels so full and my relationships too. They've totally transformed since I've left medicine. I'm able to just be more present as a friend, as a daughter, as a sister. I'm able to be more present and available for the people in my life that I care about and to prioritize relationships more and the depth and authenticity of my relationships have just is completely changed I feel so connected to people and to the world around me I don't feel so isolated or alone anymore and I didn't even realize how isolated and alone I felt until I look back because now I I feel this sense of connection that I'm part of something greater that I'm that the world is this beautiful place that I feel so, I just feel so connected to people from a really heart-centered place. And those are some of the ways that my life has completely changed since leaving medicine. And there's hard days too, of course. There are tears, there are all kinds of ups and downs and everything in between. And every single day, I am so grateful that I left my residency program and that I am exactly where I am today. So I'm really excited to start on this journey with you guys. Know that this is the end of my story, but this is only the beginning of our journey and of this podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Life After Medicine podcast. Make sure to leave a review and subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. If you want to continue the conversation, share your takeaways, and connect with other like-minded healthcare workers, then come join us in the Life After Medicine Facebook group. The link to join the group is in the show notes. I can't wait to connect with you further.